Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Kind of casually tossed that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality and you're naked and screaming it's like <laughs> follow us for free on apple podcasts and all major podcast platforms for more information go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our instagram or tiktok at chinwagpod or on twitter at chinwag underscore pod R Slash is a hilarious podcast where Dabney Bailey uses ridiculous voices and emotions to read aloud the week's craziest Reddit posts. He reenacts various Reddit threads covering wild stories and secrets, petty revenge, relationships, and much more. So if you're looking for a daily distraction and a laugh, check out R Slash wherever you get your podcasts. I swear to God, trying to send my number through a DM to like a producer or something like that, I'm always worried I've tweeted it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm always worried that I just sent a tweet and say, because I've almost done that so many times. You ever watch that show, The Other Two? No, I don't know what that is. It's created by the former head writers of SNL, but it has Molly Shannon and Ken Marino and Wanda Sykes in it. Oh. All right. It starts as they're the older siblings of Justin Bieber, but then the mom gets super famous and turns into Oprah, essentially. Okay. She's huge. She's massive. She's making billions of dollars and has her own network and all this stuff. And so it's Molly Shannon. And so she texts this long series of texts to Ken Marino, who's her ex. Hey, I tried calling you, but you didn't pick up. And I just wanted to let you know about my day. My friend picked me up from the airport. And we went shopping. And then got ice cream and fed the ducks in the park. Then went back to her house and ordered dinner with some other friends. And the whole time, the whole day, I just kept thinking, I am so fucking bored. And we have a new coach for the football team, and he lives. I just, I was so excited to come back, but I, I hated every minute of it. Everything we did, I thought, how much longer do I have to do this for? All afternoon if you want. We walked through town and I found it small. We bought clothes I used to wear and I felt foolish in them. And everything we ate was so awful. I was embarrassed to be putting food like that in my mouth. And the houses were so ugly. These people should be in jail for what their houses look like. I wish my kitchen was deep-themed. I just, I kept thinking, thank God, I don't think this shit looks good still. Can I take a picture? Eventually, the day was so long, I started to get physically mad it was still happening. Because the conversations were so mind-numbing. And the Melina does it all. And the jokes weren't funny. Too many Kim C's. Just, I was with my friends, but I wasn't. I was outside them because they were the same. And I was different. I am different. And I just, I don't think I can come here again. Not ever again. Anyway, this is a lot of texts. And I know we're not together anymore, but I just wanted to say hi. And that I miss you. And your dick. God, I miss your big fat dick. Oh my God, those are all tweets again. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, I just sent that. The same thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Derek? Pierre, you better watch your ass. <laughs> this idea is just straight up bad. That algorithm is busted. It's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. Top five, easily. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Cinephobe Top 5 CT5. That's right, it's the podcast where we basically do away with any sort of responsibility of entertaining you at all and mm -hmm. entertain ourselves, really, by reminiscing, going on a walk down memory lane, thinking of the greatest moments in cinephobe history according to different categories. Think of it as the Preston? 
Preston Myers of Cinephobe episodes. Mm. This is if Remy Nissant got the executive produced Cinephobe. <laughs> this is the podcast he would have. I don't know. I mean, I think it's good for the listeners because not everybody's heard every episode or watched every movie. That's so true. this encourages you to go back in time and check out some episodes that you might have skipped because you hadn't seen the movie or whatever. And we're giving you mm-hmm. cliff notes of the highlights of some of these movies. But in this case, in this list, I don't know if this is so fond of a reminiscent. Mm. Let's just remind everybody of the prior episodes of CT5 in case it's your first time stumbling. We've done worst dancers. We've done vehicles. We've done jobs. We've done weapons. I forgot we did vehicles. Vehicles, by the way. <laughs> Zach's number one was Jeep. <laughs> Legion. <laughs> we've done weapons. We've done names. We've done best zero percent movies, worst zero percent movies, deaths, and this week we're doing each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Now I'm picturing the Panther and Anaconda. <laughs> I go. Oh. I'll tell you, man. If Ope was a person, it was a picture. We are now gonna do the worst movies picked by the other two people in Cinephobe history. Oh, the other two. There it goes. Oh. It all ties in. Yeah. Synergy. Second spectrum. This is the only list that we've done that I have no O-O-L-I's for. Oh, really? What? <laughs> I stopped at seven. I said, that's it. Really? I had a hard time getting it down to seven. Full disclosure, I did two separate lists. I thought we were doing one of each person. I did mm. one of Zach and one of Maze. You wanted to do me and then you wanted to do Maze. Yeah. And now I got to combine them both. Got to do them both at the same time. <laughs> going to stay busy here. Like Billy Crudup's basement in the watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll start. Maze, you want to go second and Zach go third? Sounds good. That works for me. Two OLIs and then top five. OLI number two for me. (laughs) I'm going with Ghost Rider. What? Both (laughs) Ghost Riders. Both of them. What? In one combined thing. Those are bangers. Boring. No. Boring movies. It's the only good comic book movie. We just did Fantastic Four. What are you talking about? Wait, did we? Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. A couple weeks ago now, Tom and I got fucked up. Weeks ago, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Ghost Rider's so good. The devil? The devil? The death stare where he, like, makes you repent or whatever. I don't know what the fuck that is. Some shit, I don't know. Even as you're <laughs> trying to hype it up, you realize how fucking awful it is. No, that's bullshit because, again, I used to be on a big director commentary kick. That's a kick, I mean. And I watched it for Ghost Rider, and the director talks about how Nick Cage's abs, he clears it up, the internet rumors, like, no, these aren't CGI. These are his abs. He put in the work, man. Like, come on, that's so memorable. What are you talking about? Better putting in the work abs, Nick Cage or Adam Sandler and Zohan? (laughs) I think it's going to be Nick Cage. (laughs) I should point out, maybe I should, oh, you know what? I've got to redo some stuff on my list. Uh Uh-oh. Oh. He's got to mix it up. I'm glad we're in OLIs because I just realized something very important. When I originally did these lists, Mm -hmm. I eliminated the red sweeps. Oh. In my mind, what I was doing, I was like, I was trying to say, no, this is something that he actually fucking liked. Mm. It'll make sense when I get to my number one. It was a worse pick to you if... The person was trying to defend it. Exactly. Got you. You know what? I'm not changing my list. It is what it is. Good Luck Chuck was a terrible movie. We all, we all agree. Same note, too. Yeah, that's it. I don't have to hit Zach over the head over that one. I get it. In the episode, I knew it. That would be Zach's worst pick for himself. Oh, God. I don't think I could do a top five. I don't think I have five. Well, you do now at this point. You actually do. And also, I like Zach. I hold myself in contempt. <laughs> like, liar, liar. <laughs> I wanted to keep it balanced between you two for the rest of my list, and we have seven. So... 
My O-L-I is going to be Ike picking Teddy Rex. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, that's, man. He ruined it for the fans. Killed yep. the viewers, yeah. For the listeners. Mm -hmm. So much potential all thrown away by Ike. We really had a plan. We're going to let the listener do it. It's going to be part of the Discord. And then Ike murdered it. Does Ike revel in his fame? Or he loves it. Oh, he loves it. He's thrilled about it. Makes sense. O-L-I. I can't believe this isn't in the top five. Amin giving us... Deuce Bigelow 2, European Gigolo. <laughs> what an atrocious movie. How is that not in the top five? Uh, well, there's some shit in here. There's some absolute <laughs> pure unadulterated shit. Yeah, I was looking a lot at the rental wars. That was an interesting time, but none of them made my list. Mm, that was a tough time, man. There's some themes that are going to come out of this. Let me just tell you guys right now. Yeah, those were tough times. First OLI for me happened very early and it made me very angry. Knowing. <laughs> wow. Dude. Knowing? No, you just had to Google 9-11. <laughs> I had to Google 911. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> Is that episode out? Uh, this week? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the last three days, any moment of silence in my brain, <laughs> I remember doing the dishes and then silence like, bye-bye, man. <laughs> I hate it, man. All right, my other OLI. For our 100th episode, Zach, out of turn, picked fucking Howard the Duck. <laughs> you mean out of turn? He did. This was a bonus pick to celebrate 100 years of Cinephobe. That's a great movie. You picked three out of four movies during this stretch. Yeah. Just pick them all. One of them was Passenger 57, which is great. All right. I always bet on black. You're welcome. One of them was Howard the Duck. You're welcome. And the other one will come up soon on uh, this list. Oh, my uh, God. No, come on now. Come on now. You got to be fair. This is a terrible turn. I like this. Of the process for us here. I like this. No, Howard the Duck's a banger. You're out of your mind. It's not a banger. She tries to fuck a duck. We could have done literally that's a duck any movie that's a duck man come on that's a terrible terrible pick man that's an all-time episode people wanted us to do it i'm a man of the people no, you wanted us to do it yes you are the people that's true no we got that request so many times get out of here oh no no how many times sounds like you guys want me to pick howard the duck <laughs> next week episode 200's coming up let's do the reduck <laughs> oh what if we did it every hundred <laughs> Keep watching the same goddamn movie over and over again. My second OLI, or OLI number one, I'm actually shocked this one didn't make the list as well. Maze picking Hot Rod. <laughs> I hated that movie. I thought you would have it higher. It was not funny. Let me just say right now, Zach, when I sat down and I started the list, mm -hmm. my first thing I wrote down was Hot Rod. Mm -hmm. And then as I went through, I was like, okay, it got dropped lower, lower, and it finally ended up in the OLIs that'll be later. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a good pick because I should have saved it for later. Burned it too early. She just saved it for the train. She just saved it forever. All right. We're into the top fives now. Number five. What happens in Vegas? <laughs> what? That movie's fucking awful. No, Rob Corddry and Lake Bell alone make that a good movie. No, they don't. Dick Banger? Amin's list so far is crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I know what I'm doing. Number five, what happens in Vegas, for sure. I'd watch it again. I'd watch it right now. No, never. That's a funny movie. I never want to watch that movie again. Mm. My number five, it's Ben Affleck month. Amin chose Armageddon, a two and a half hour movie, his longest pick ever. Mm -hmm. And then he phobed it because it was too long. Mm -hmm. And then despite all this, he wins the poll because Armageddon's a fun, absurd movie that most people enjoy. Yeah. This leads him to select 
reindeer games. <laughs> oh, come my on. God. Yeah. Which he then filed. Oh, you guys. No. No, don't even. Because Dennis Farina had both Coke and Pepsi in his casino. Coke and Pepsi. One minor detail. All it takes for Amin to file a garbage movie. And then this is also after he files. We're truckers, motherfucker. Directly after he filed Delta Farce. So fuck you, Amin. So wait, which, what's your pick? Reindeer games. Okay. I think he just picked you. I think that's what <laughs> I'm giving some context. You know, I like to paint a picture here. My number five, one of the unfunniest movies we've ever done. It's Maze Picking Master of Disguise. <laughs> I don't like that we did the episode. It's such a stupid fucking movie. Pistachio of Disguise. The only good part of that movie is that he was in a turtle suit when they talked about 9-11. Uh, <laughs> that's great. That's the only good part of that. And that's not even in the movie. Out of context. They should have put that scene at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's not funny. There's no redeeming parts of it. I guess if you want to talk about the soundtrack, but even that, like, it's not good music. <laughs> He's a master of disguise. It's such a stupid fucking movie. And you will never recognize. <laughs> Awful. Oh, shit. Number four. <laughs> Bringing down the house. <laughs> Look, the only thing that saves that ah. is Juju's horniness for old women. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. I was just listening to a random song that referenced bringing down the house like Queen Latifah. What? Yes. Was it a song by Queen Latifah saying she regrets it? No. Juice World Speed Demon. Bitch, we don't need you, but you need us. 90210 with my feet up On that dirt pack, I'ma lose control I'ma speed up, speed in my Talking heat seekers Yeah, trapping out the country, need a visa They got my brother rotting in the county Needs a free, huh? So all my opposition, like a bitch, she finna leave, ya. Yeah. yeah, I'm finna heat up, huh? Watch me heat up, uh Rap, Sim, and Rick going my Adidas, yeah Blue money, got that old Modi Peter bread Bring your house down like Queen Latifah, yeah She see my watch, now she wanna come in FIFA, yeah Unbelievable. I ain't kicking, bitch. I'm bicking. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Speed demon is everything. Is everything. There you go. My number four mm -hmm. picked for the opening scene, which was the unanimous golden dumpster as a bike messenger rips across New York, only to reveal that it was none other than Queen Latifah bringing down the house. Wow. Amin continues to insist that this is a good movie, as you just heard. This motherfucker. It's Taxi by Amin. <laughs> Please. Stop sending me that scene on Instagram, everybody. I don't like it. I don't like the movie. Yes, you do. You no. like that scene. No, no. <laughs> I'm so sick of people sending me that. Giselle? You didn't like Giselle? I, I like Giselle. All right, there you go. The Brazilian bag robbers. I like Giselle, but not in the movie context. She's ass off when she speaks in Portuguese. She's ass on in English. Yes, she is. Which, again, we never got to the bottom of it because... We don't speak the language, so we can't tell that she's ass on. That's 100% what it is, yes. Or is it maybe she's just comfortable in her native tongue, and she's a really good actor, but like when she has to speak another language, no. those are off. How many movies is she in in Brazil and in Portugal? I don't think that's... How many movies? How many movies? How many, yeah. I'm shocked this one's not higher. My number four, I've already picked it on another episode. It's Problem Child. <laughs> I mean, picking Problem Child. It's a what? stupid fucking annoying movie. I hate that kid. It's funny. You know how bad it has to be for me to hate anything John Ritter does. I love John Ritter. Good. It's such a bad movie. Amin pretends to like it because Michael Richards threw a weight. I've loved that movie for my entire <laughs> life. Since the moment it came out. You're the problem, child. You're, <laughs> You're the problem. She doesn't have a problem. <laughs> She's the problem. She's been through a lot. 
of dick. dick. <laughs> yeah, problem child. I hate that movie. I don't know, man. I, I kind of like it. No, I do know. I do know. I don't think it was his worst pick. Oh. I actually believe Amin when he says that he likes that one. Oh, it's not his worst pick. That's true. That's coming up. Number three. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Oh, yeah. That's a tough one. Because I knew it was bad. If you guys remember, I saw this opening night with my brother in the theater. Mm -hmm. So I knew it was bad. I was excited for it. Watched it. Blew my mind. I've watched it in the time since it came out, and it's bad every time. But it had been a while since we watched it. Oh, wow. And Maze picked it, and I said, Maze. This movie's terrible. Like, are you aware of that? And he's like, well, I haven't seen it. Give it a chance or whatever. And we watch it, and it was just as awful as always. And this motherfucker has the nerve to fight. I still don't know why. Mm -hmm. I still don't know why. Better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that's not. But not good. That's not. A, but not good. That's not a standard. Well, hold on, Coke versus Pepsi. All right. This is. No. <laughs> yes. I like Reindeer Games. That's not a standard. I enjoy Reindeer Games. I know standards. I enjoy Reindeer Games. Good opening scene. File. Coke and Pepsi, file. But also, not a good opening scene, okay? Not a good <laughs> like, opening scene. Come on, man. No. Beyonce blaring. I mean, it's going to be a top five film noir sometime. We're <laughs> taking that helmet off. Yeah, top five film noirs. It is going to be on that list for sure. We can sweep that. <laughs> All right. My number three. Despite losing the poll in Wesley Snipes month, Zach still dishonestly stole the bonus pick and chose... How? Gallo Walkers. Oh, which my he God. Then filed. Oh. File. Bought copies of it on DVD and continues to insist that it's good. Maze, you know what that's called? That's called commitment to the bit. You guys like, oh, I mean, insist just because of his taxes. What bit? This motherfucker purchased physical copies. You know what? I'll buy another fucking one. How about that? I'll do it right now on this pod. Do it right now, you coward. Show us your, show us your Amazon. I will. Amazon. Wesley Snipes was literally indicted for tax evasion during production of this movie, which dragged it out seven years until it was released on DVD for Zach to buy it. It doesn't even come up. Yeah. No shit. You bought the last two copies. <laughs> you bought them all. Ooh, there's a bilingual. They all get the bilingual DVD. Yep. Only one left in stock. I got to do it. Have to do it. It says order soon. <laughs> yep. You're just reinforcing how bad of a pick this is. You trying to get me to move it up? What are you trying to do here? I like the idea of someone at Amazon HQ. Like, huh, this is weird. What's that? Some guy's buying Gallo Walkers, the bilingual version. Really? <laughs> Crack his prior purchase history. He bought it twice before in English. Maybe it's a gift. Is one going to be in Spanish? I don't know. What does bilingual mean? They don't say that's the see that's the mystery that's good that's gonna be fun <laughs> and what's great i'm gonna forget i bought it your dog's gonna start barking like what is this i don't remember getting anything <laughs> from amazon what's this little ass packet oh so forget me now como estas <laughs> or bonjour we don't know or konnichiwa <laughs> we don't know they never said which language yeah, yeah they never said which language ni hao wow, really i can't believe gallowalker's on your list all right my number three one of my least favorite movies arguably my most hated movie in history not just cinephobe history in history it's a mean picking RIPD. <laughs> what? That's awful, man. I liked it. Look, we've done some shit, but that budget with that cast and you make it that unwatchable. It was all right. Horrific. It was better than Men in Black International. Name one part of that movie that isn't that you remember. The toilet. They got to go into to get to the other realm or whatever. Also, you're in the toilet. James Hong. With the banana. He's got a banana. Dude, that movie's funny. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. Watch it right now. I'll watch it right now. Put it on. <laughs> I do love you saying, name one thing for the movie, and it says, a toilet. A toilet. <laughs> yeah. That's a positive thing. 
<laughs> about the movie. Unbelievable. We never watched. Was there a series that came out? There's a second one. There's an R.I.P.D. 2 with the Burn Notice guy. R.I.P.D.'s on Tubi. Okay, there you go. Good. Now you got commercials, too. Number two. If not for the number one, this is legit the worst movie I've ever seen on Cinephobe history. And that includes the Red Sweeps. Yes, Cats could have been on this list. I said no, because we all acknowledge how terrible it was. All those Adam Sandler movies, we all acknowledge how terrible it was. But this movie, legit, in a vacuum, is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And then when you expand it out to the fact that fucking Maze filed it, Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh. That movie is such garbage. I can't, he's never seen it again. Can I go out of turn? Please do. That's also my number two. <laughs> it's so fucking infuriating that he pretends like all this time, 180 years ago or whatever it is. It's so infuriating that you pretend that you not only like it, but oh yeah, I'll watch it again. You've never watched it again. Like it means that you've never. You've never watched it again. Watch it right now. Do a rewatchingtons. No, we're not doing a rewatchingtons. No, absolutely not. Do a rewatchingtons, you coward. I don't have six years of my life again to throw away. There's just no way. I don't want to rewatch it. I'm saying that you will do Batman versus Superman before we do that on a rewatchington. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, you fucking ass. Still a file. <laughs> Number two for me. It's April 2022. We just joined Metal Arc officially, ready to get an influx of listeners who are going to check out the show for the first time. Let's set up a big movie that everyone's heard of. Get people excited to check out the show. Nope. What? Timeline got fucked up. What? Zach had already picked a Hallmark quality movie about the rapture that Nick Cage clearly took to pay off back taxes. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. No one cares about. Uh, have you ever heard of Christians? <laughs> yeah, that's a small group of people. It was a phobe sweep. And at the time, this was only the fifth Zach pick that he phobed. Damn. <laughs> and it is our most listened to episode of 2022. Left behind. Oh, no. Yeah, no one cares about it. Yo, let me tell you something, man. I know I've told the story before, but it still rings in my head. Ben being like, all right, great. All right. What do you, what do you guys have lined up? <laughs> and I said left behind. And Lorca lost it. And it's like, what? Dude, it's a perfect <laughs> introduction to cinephobe okay oh. i stand by that pick it's a phobe how many people never came back how many people how many people got raptured are you saying pretty much away from the podcast hey man i don't know it's the most listened in 2022 so you tell me yeah because every episode after that people are like i don't know man yeah i'm out on this <laughs> they're gonna do movies like left behind you're welcome for the ad dollars number one number one it's the movie that kicked off the rental wars after Earth. I don't need to go into any detail. What? Oh. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. No. It's is it excellent. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. The difference is, you know what, Zach? If it weren't for the fact that it kicked off the rental wars, it would have been two and Jupiter Ascending would be one because unlike Maze, I do believe you actually like that movie. I do. I don't doubt. I've seen a lot. I don't doubt that you like After Earth. I doubt that you know what a good movie is, though, because this movie is fucking horrendous. What? So bad. The CGI. It's so emotional. It's a great journey about a dad. The accents. Well, look, it's a thousand or 10,000 years in the future. You don't know what the accents are going to be like. All of it is bad. I don't doubt that you like it. I just doubt that you know. Nah, man. Good movie. Is. You're out of your mind. That is reminiscent of a quote that Jay King had about Dylan Brooks, where he said, 
he's good because he doesn't know how bad he is. Yeah. Also, I like how from now on you cannot pronounce reminiscent. That's the word to me now. The accent has changed. That is reminiscent. <laughs> no, After Earth's a good movie. It's a very touching father-son journey. No. Obviously a journey of survival, a journey of growth. I'm not the coward, you're the coward. One of the most memorable quotes in Cinephobe history. See, now you're full of shit. Oh, incredible. If you just said, hey man, it's a fun movie and I like it. Like R.I.P.D. is to me, I think it's just a fun movie. You're lying. It's poor man's men in black, but it's rich man's men in black international. So, Maze, what's your number one? All right. This was really tough. This was a very conflicted moment in the pod history. Yeah. What did a mean pick? What's the a mean pick that you put number one? It isn't a mean pick because, what? like I said, it have to be balanced here. Okay. Oh. I was really, really, really upset. Uh oh. When Zach used his wild card because it was such a douche move to wait till we were about to record, but it saved the pod. <laughs> It saved the listeners. What? Unfortunately, it only saved Zach from having to experience for colored girls. The worst pick in Cinephobe history. Oh. By a mean. You know what? Touche. Much like watching that movie, I didn't even think of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great pick. That's one of the best picks we've ever had. It's a turning point in pod history, man. You know what? What's the Drewski meme? <laughs> I can't. I can't call it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Zach using his wild card to pick Blacklight and not starting the daisy chain. Oh, well, sorry, the daisy chain was actually a great pick. Yeah. Who would have thought? In an episode about bad picks, we get a great pick. Mm -hmm. Zach, what was your number one? I mean, come on, man. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> it ended the rental wars. I think it was a great pick. I don't know what that movie's about. Cats. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Isn't it? <laughs> Welcome to Cinephobe. Meow. I was so angry that they never explained anything. Jellicle, what the fuck does Jellicle mean? I think it's genital. And I went and saw that in the theater. High as fuck. The point was like, we're going to get high as fuck and we're going to go watch that movie. I have no idea what Cats the Musical is about other than I knew people in cat suits were like singing. I had no idea what the songs were. And I remember at one point in the movie, I was so high. I had no idea how loud I was talking. And I remember going, what the fuck is this movie about? And the whole theater, there's like nine people in there, but they all laughed. And I think it's the point where they're on a railroad track or something. Like the motherfuckers got suspenders. But I thought like, okay, there's an experience. I'm not going to like this movie, but I'll be high and I'll never watch it again. Nope. This motherfucker picks it, thinks it's a good idea for the podcast. Like thinks that it was something that the only good thing that came out of it was Cinefeud in which Amin still doesn't know the name of Rebel Wilson's character. Dippin' Dots. And then I had to fucking drag this thing out and take notes mm -hmm. and engage in a fucking episode about it? Are you kidding me? Release the butthole cut. At first, it was two hours of my life I was never going to get back, but at least I was fine with that. Now it became like six hours of my life I was never getting back. The worst. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher-turned-podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. 
you're waiting in line at the meat counter, you're taking a number, maybe this place doesn't have a number, you're jostling with fellow customers, you're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon, maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something, I don't know, that was never me, I promise, but maybe it happens. ButcherBox takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not gonna find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hello, listener. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that we at Cinephobe love our pets. Zach and Boogie are inseparable. I've got two cats and a dog. And Amin is giving his best ass on performance to convince dog owners that he loves their pet. Hey, Noodle. Hey, boy. How you doing? And Noodle's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Which is why today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. For many pet parents, summer is all about making travel plans like adventuring through the national parks, visiting pet-friendly beaches, or road tripping across the country. Wherever your journeys take you and your furry friend, you can help protect them along the way with the plan from ASPCA Pet Health Insurance. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are, because vet bills can really add up, especially when you're least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim, and you'll receive reimbursement for your eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. You guys ready for some O-O-L-I action? Yes. I'll start it off. Spencer Confidential. <laughs> Terrible movie. It started off. Kangaroo Jack, Good Day USA. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thought about that. It's a pretty awful pick. It's a real bad pick. <laughs> the first Pope sweep in Cinnable Mystery. <laughs> Maze doesn't care. You don't get to, unless you watch it, you don't get to chime in. No, he's right. I do because literally, <laughs> much like Left Behind being our first movie on Metalik. Of all the movies we had discussed. Yeah, let's start this podcast off with a movie that I randomly scrolled through the guide and found. All he saw was the guide? Let me just say this. Let me mourn. We didn't know it was animated. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> what a film noir. CT5 film noirs. I'm waiting for the credits to end so we can get to the live action. <laughs> Dude, I'm mourning the cord cutting because that's how far back this podcast goes, where mm -hmm. I would still be on the guide. Oh, what movie is this? And seeing the synopsis and all that stuff. And that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. You just got to find it the hard way. Speaking of the hard way, Hot Rod. Mm -hmm. A movie that I wanted to be good. I wanted it to be funny, and it just wasn't. Mm. I like Andy Samberg. Mm. I do, too. I like the Lonely Island guys. I do, too. Mm. They make mostly funny stuff. 
terrible movie. Mm. Danny McBride, love him. Bill Hader, love him. Mm. Danny McBride, unfunny. That's so hard to do. Lies. Mm. <laughs> White chicks. I hate that movie. It's so bad. Come on, man. Amin's defending his guy, Terry Crews, but I do not think that's a funny movie. I'm mad that Amin got me to pick it. Yeah, Maze got bullied into it. Oh, was it my pick? Oh, it was my pick. <laughs> that's the one pick that I have that I wish I could dissociate from. Well, now I pick Hook. Man, great pick. I'm so disappointed we did that movie. I had such fond memories. That's not a good movie. That's one of those ones like Cinephobe, ladies and gentlemen, every once in a while, sometimes we bash movies that you love. You're like, oh, I can't believe those guys hate it. Like Waterboy. You guys are like, oh, I can't believe Amin and Zach hated it. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we pick up a mirror and show you what you're like, and you see the clown looking back at you. Mm -hmm. Hook was one of those movies. Scary Movie 3. I don't like those spoof movies. It's just not funny. They're lazy. Yeah, they're super lazy. Cop out. Yeah, that was a bad pick. No, come on. Monocle wearing motherfucker. No. Get out of here. Name another thing besides monocle wearing motherfucker. A toilet. Susie Green. <laughs> Troll 2. That was a great pick. Come on. Come on, man. No. That's a great episode. That's a great moment in pod history. You don't piss on hospitality, but I wish you had pissed on that pick and not taken it. Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same note, too. Again, I wanted it to be funny. Yeah, great cast. I can't want it more than it wants it, man. Mm -hmm. That can't be the place where we're at. I can't want it for you. You got to do it yourself. Daredevil. Stupid fucking movie. Who picked that? You, you. do. <laughs> I did? Yes. But I phobed it, right? Yeah, I think we all did. That was a rough period. We went from Ben Affleck month into superhero month. It was a rough stretch there. Geely. No. Yes. No, man. You're wild. Geely was terrible. Man. It's it's a bad movie, man. Great Rewashington as well. It made for a great episode. That's the best thing I could say about it. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. What a piece of shit that movie is. Who picked that one? That's Maze. Come on, man. That's a terrorist pick. He knew. He knew what he was doing. I love how many of these movies I've seen in the theater on opening night with my brother. <laughs> It's just fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> Top five movies I've even seen on opening night. With yeah, brother. I think that'd be a good list of movies I've seen with my dad at home versus movies you've seen with your brother in the theater. <laughs> oh, man. Beach Bum. Yep. Great pick. Boring as shit, man. Same note, too. Awful. Great movie. Staying Alive. What an atrocious movie, man. Look out for number one is the only thing I remember. That was a bad one. And I think that's about it for me. Oh, I got I got more. What else? Zach's got every single pick anyone's <laughs> ever made. <laughs> Blade Trinity, awful movie. Now You See Me Too, awful movie. Zookeeper, awful movie. That was necessary to end Stallone here. <laughs> With a mean pick, The Watcher, awful movie. That was a bad pick. The Watcher wasn't awful. Yeah, it was. You phobed it, didn't you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, a mean pick. Yeah. Awful movie. Sounds, Sounds like, like you guys want me to pick Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Venom, 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 awful movie. Hulk, Don't Worry Darling, awful movie. Oh, yeah. Practical Magic and The Water Boy. I mean, those sound more like phobe movies than bad picks. Yeah, like you just picked. No, man, those are all time bad movies. I think you got to go into the circumstances of the pick. Like Zookeeper shouldn't be there because we were trying to. And Stallone here on purpose. That was the challenge. I wasn't. Zach, if we want to play that game, then I would have said Good Luck Chuck. I would have said Grown Ups 2. I would have said That's My Boy. These are all movies that I think we all get it. They fucking suck. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with those. Almost Heroes. That was terrorism. That was absolutely terrorism. You've been on a pretty bad run lately picking movies, Zach. Oh, I've been on a real bad run. Just wait till we get to the next pick I got. Is that like Tim Robbins? And I've been on a really bad <laughs> A really real piece of shit. Picking movies. Cast slick back. <laughs> 
<laughs> Make sure you subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash count the dings. You can drop your CT5 list for movies that anyone's picked, I guess, at this point, except for Ike. You can't pick Ike because he's a part of you in the Discord <laughs> channel for Cinephobe. Also, make sure you are putting it in the Apple Pod reviews. Put that thing five stars. Let us know what your picks are. Or at Talk Hoops, at Darth Mean, at Corn Puzzle, at Count the Dings on ye old Twitter machine. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade.